my gosh, oh my gosh. Who is he? Wait, is he coming over here? Hey there, Super Charmers. Welcome back to the Wooist Podcast, the podcast where we help you charm whoever you come across. And it's been a long time since we've had a guest, but I wanted to bring my good friend, my awesome compadre, Arca Angelos, the CEO and founder of the Erica Angelo Intimacy Experience. And she's an author, a coach, and her YouTube channel promises you love and laughs. So everyone, welcome, Arica. Oh, thank you, Pat. Thank you for having me here. No, yeah, the pleasure is all mine. <laughs> and Arica, I actually met you at a conference at like this, you can call it a dating conference. Yeah. And I remember thinking, oh, yeah, I think I've seen her YouTube videos in the past. And I remember thinking, yeah, she's okay. Now, people around me were raving about you. They were like, oh, my gosh, like, man, you, this Arca woman is here. And I was thinking, Aww. yeah, I've seen some of her videos. She's okay. Yeah. <laughs> and later, later when you actually, you know, jumped on stage and, and you started giving your presentation to us, I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, like she, she gave us an experience and all of a sudden you sold me. I was like, Aww. oh, I'm a fan now. And, and, and I thought, okay, well, this woman is probably going to give us some you know, dating tactics and stuff. I'm like, I've heard all these tactics already. <laughs> so, so I might kind of tune out. But then when you kind of spoke, I, I was like, wow, she's really speaking to my heart. Mm. And, and, and I could see everyone around us getting, getting really, really touched. And you had something that really kind of woke up something inside of us it kind of rebirthed us into mm. new men mm. and, I, and I was like wow you know I, I I need I need some of that energy for mm. for my guys mm, that's so precious it's I really love your candidness like yeah I didn't think you really weren't the shit <laughs> <laughs> I thought you was I uh, that's quite funny uh, yeah, you know, that's why, you know, my business is called the Erica Angelo Intimacy Experience because, you know, Pat, I came from a dating coach background and I saw my other dating coach friends like giving all of this advice and very like practical stuff. And, you know, I went along with that for a long time, giving people like practical dating advice and, but when I actually worked with my clients, that's not what happened. Like what we were actually doing was having a very intimate experience with one another. And, you know, my clients, thankfully, bless them, they gave me access to their hearts, just like you guys did it um, at that conference in Vegas. And they really opened up their hearts to me. And it was an intimate experience where I was able to actually you know, bring some healing to their hearts where they've been struggling with stories and beliefs about dating and women and love and primarily about themselves. And what I was able to do is really, you know, paint a new picture for their lives of like, maybe there's another story and really like loved and brought healing into their hearts so that they could live in that new story. And, but I found myself like giving, you know, shitty dating advice like everyone else and honestly like when we talk about intimacy like there's that like portion of like self-intimacy and I was really out of alignment with myself because I was like I was giving this dating advice and I was like this is bullshit 
you know, this stuff is stupid as, you know, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm a woman and I dated a lot of men and this is just horseshit. Like, and, but you know, I was kind of told by other dating coaches, like, you know, you have to market what people are looking for, but most of the time people are looking for answers that they don't know what the fuck they're looking for. And so they're like Googling, like how to text message. I'm like, you don't need to learn how to text message. You need to learn how to let those walls in your heart come down because you're terrified of love. And that's why you keep sabotaging all your dates. It has nothing to do with a freaking text message. It has everything to do with what's going on inside of your heart, buddy. But I drank the Kool-Aid and I was like giving this really stupid, mediocre advice. And it, 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 it took me a while to finally go, you know what, I am not being, I'm not walking in my own self-intimacy. I'm not walking in my own love and my own truth. And so I just kind of changed my whole message. And I said, you know what, my clients are not getting wins and breakthrough and freedom and hope and transformation with me because I'm giving them like ABC dating advice. It's because of this intimate experience that I've had with them that's changed their life. You know, one of my clients, the best thing he ever said to me, Pat, was, um, Erica, I have never been loved by someone the way that you've loved me. And I believe that at the core of all of us, like we're not, we're not crying out for like, how many women can I put my penis in? Um, how, how many dates can I go on? Like, like there is that element of like the semantics of all that. But at the end of the day, we're all human beings that if we really stripped away all the noise, we stripped away all the bullshit, like essentially we're human beings who just want to be loved. That's really what it boils down to. It's really simple. We just make it really complicated by adding like all these bells and whistles. It's like if I just had a sports car, she would love me. I'm like, well, <laughs> not if you're a broken asshole. No, she's not. Um, so yeah, it, it's, you know, it's so simple, but we make it so complicated. And I think that that's why you have coaches out there. It's, it's, it's pulling away the noise. It's stripping the noise so that people can actually connect to themselves and go, what is it that I really want? What's really inside of my heart? Mm -hmm. Well, Erica, what do you think is the thing that is stopping most people the most from experiencing that intimacy then? Well... You know, every, every story is different, but at, I would say the one thing that's stopping us, if you wanted to have like that one thing, I would say that most of us, and, and this is kind of, you were talking earlier, it's like going around the problem. Most of us in our hearts are partnered with fear. We're actually afraid of love. We're actually afraid of being known. We're actually afraid of connecting with someone because we're afraid like, Oh, what if they get to know us and what if I open myself up to them and then they leave or what mm. if what if I'm not enough like what if what if I really let this person get to know me and they're disappointed because you know my parents were pretty disappointed in me so surely I want <laughs> to be disappointed in me you know mm. it's like all those old stories from the past like become ingrained into our hearts into our minds into our story and we just keep repeating them but you know every time that I've I've um worked with one of my clients and we've gotten down to it. There's an element, there's a story and there's a lie and there's an element of fear that they have connected to and they wholeheartedly believe that. And my job as a coach is to help them find the courage to see what that story is and then to like say, hey, 
actually, that's not the truth. Like, let's, 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 let's create a different story for you that you can live out of. But yeah, I think at the end of the day, like we're afraid and that doesn't go away when you're in a relationship like that until your heart like gets freedom until it gets transformation until it gets healing. It, it like, I think we all think like once I get into the, uh, a relationship, you know, like that rap song, we made it. Like you're like, and it's like, no, like until your heart gets healed, that fear will just keep perpetuating. So it doesn't matter if you date a million women. doesn't matter if you like get the most amazing girl in the world. doesn't matter if you're even married. Like if that fear, if your heart's not healed, it's just going to keep perpetuating. And one, it's just going to change how it, how it shows up, how it manifests. <laughs> yeah. I remember a long time ago, I was chasing after this one woman for, I think, maybe a year and a half. And, and how it went was like, she's not really interested. She's not really interested. And then, and, and I was always thinking, okay, well, if I get her to be my girlfriend, then I'll really, really be full and whole. And all of a sudden, I'll finally be secure with myself. So I, I, I did, oh man, you wouldn't understand. I felt like I was, I was giving my entire soul, my, my whole life purpose became about how do I get this girl so I can become really, really happy. And once I got her to become my girlfriend, somehow, I don't even know how I did that. Uh, I was now afraid of, oh, I'm going to lose her. Yeah, yeah. And and I was thinking, why am I not, still not secure in this moment? Like, why am I not whole? Yeah. Even though I got, even though I spent all this time going after her. And then I realized, oh, well, well, later on, I realized this, that, oh, it was always because I felt insecure or mm-hmm. I, I I was always kind of just not really comfortable with myself. So, mm-hmm. so once I realized that I'm like, Oh, well maybe instead I should go the other route mm-hmm. of finding my inner security. Right. And you know, we use those words, we use like confidence and feeling secure, but really at this, the essence, like if you really strip down all those words and you get to the core of it, it's like, there's a portion, a portion of me and my heart where I don't believe I'm loved in this area is really what it boils down to is like, I'm not, I I feel inadequate in this area. I don't feel loved in this area. And so if I can just add a car to that, if I can add making more money, if I can add a beautiful woman, if I can add to that, I will be completed. But essentially like what that, what we are saying is I don't feel confident. I don't feel secure here is I don't feel loved here is really what we're saying is really what it boils down to. Mm Mm-hmm. So I know that for, if I were to ask you, hey, well, how do we find more love? I mean, that's a really, really kind of basic question. Totally. But so like, where do you think someone should start with that then? You know, I, I, as a woman, it's much easier. It was much easier for me to date and to get into relationships and that sort of thing. Um, And I'll never forget and I'm going to answer your question, just kind of going around it. Um, I'll never forget. I, I got into a relationship with a guy and I thought it was like the fairy tale. Like he lived in England and I was obsessed with like British accents. And like we get in this relationship and in the middle of the relationship, I'm like, I still don't feel loved. And, um, and, at, and like the, obviously the relationship falls apart and I, I hire some coaches because I'm like, I cannot seem to like figure this out on my own. And I really like to figure stuff out on my own. But this was kind of one I was up against the wall and I was like, this is just not going anywhere. 
So I hired these coaches and I really trusted these people. They really like love me and love my heart. And we go on this journey. And as they like pull back the layers, I'm like, shit, I didn't love myself. Like I'm still just running from relationship to relationship, hoping that these relationships will fill the void. And the void is I'm not really loving myself. Damn. And so I would say that's, it's really starting there. It's like, and how is it like asking ourselves the ultimate question of, of how can I actually start learning to love myself first? Because if you get into a relationship, that's never going to go away. Like that void is going to have to be filled. And so it's like, all right, what does the journey look like of like really loving myself? And I'll tell you something really practical. Um, and I've learned this even in my relationship that I'm in, like, Whenever I'm annoyed with my partner, I'm like, that asshole is not like, like, like being tender with me. He's not like, he's not holding me enough. He's not doing this enough. Anytime I start like pointing the finger at him and saying, he's not doing this enough. That is like the, the writing is on the wall of Erica. You are not giving that to yourself. That's why you're so annoyed with your partner because you have this need inside of you and you're demanding it of your partner and you're not even giving it to yourself, baby girl. And so I would say very practically, like ask yourself, like, what are the things that I want from, from a woman, from, you know, from being in a relationship? What am I really looking for? And really, I mean, obviously everyone's going to first say sex, which hello, great answer. I agree. Um, but then what else? What's <laughs> <laughs> obviously, <laughs> I mean, if that's not your number one priority, then let's look at your priorities. No, I mean, no, yeah, that's important. It's a very beautiful thing. We all want it, of course, but what else? Like what's, what's under that? And it, you know, I always tell people like, like, you know, some men really love affirmation. Like when a woman encourages them. But I'm like, how often are you encouraging yourself? Like, how often do you get in front of a mirror and be like, you know what? You are the bomb. Like, you are strong. You're courageous. Like, like how often are we doing that? And the other thing I would tell people is about, like, touch. You're like, I just want someone to hold. I'm like, well, how often are you holding yourself? And people are like, what? What do you mean holding myself? I'm like, listen, if you can wipe your own ass, you can hold yourself, okay? <laughs> like, come on. And it's just like these things that we're looking for. And it's like, practically, we're just not even giving them to, oh, I just want someone to go out with and have a nice meal with. Okay. When's the last time that you've taken yourself on a, on a date to a fancy restaurant, just to be with yourself and celebrate yourself and honor yourself. This sounds very like pie in the sky. Like it doesn't work, but it actually does. Like we are, we're wanting something that we are capable of giving to ourselves. And we have to do that. We have to start making those deposits. But instead, what we do is we just demand more of ourselves. We're like, you know, I, I need to go to the gym and get more fit so the opposite sex will love me. I need to make more money so the opposite sex will love me. I need to become more Rico Suave and learn more pickup lines so the opposite sex will love me. And it's just like, no, you need to fucking learn to love yourself. Like that's, start there because what happens is you start filling yourself up when when we start like putting those demands on ourselves and i need to do this i need to do that it's like a bank account we're just making withdrawal after withdrawal after withdrawal but when you get in a mirror and you're like you know what you are amazing you are credible you are valuable like there is nobody like you 
When you get in the mirror and start saying that over yourself and speaking it to yourself, you are making deposits inside of you. So guess what? When you show up with the opposite sex and you're like, I'm here, what they're experiencing is a person who is full of themselves in a healthy way. It's a person who's like loving themselves, who's embodying that love. And we are naturally drawn to people who are full, who are confident, who are happy. But you know, most of us just spend so much effort faking that stuff. And I'm like, why waste your time faking it? Why don't you actually like really cultivate it and make it real, make it tangible? Yeah. Go preach, girl. Go preach. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Hallelujah. Take your handkerchief, wave it in the air. <laughs> well, Arika, I totally agree with you on the fact, especially on the, the faking it part. Uh, now, now, I feel like a lot of people, they, they say this thing of, well, you got to fake it until you make it. Yeah. And, and I've always hated that advice personally yeah. because it's like saying, uh, well, why don't you just keep lying to yourself and then eventually you'll get to the truth. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. That, that seems like a pretty rough way to get there. Or well, because that, it's the yeah. microwave way to get there, right? It's like, this is the fast way. It's like the drive-thru way. I just drive up, order my food, and like two minutes later, it's there. It's like, we want this fast thing. So we're, it's like, if we mm. just fake it, then it'll just magically be there. And listen, I used to give that advice too. Like the more I evolve, I look back on some of my advice. I'm like, hmm, I think I would probably change that now, or I would change it now. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's it's... You know why we do that is because it's it's we see it as much more difficult, much more of a long process to actually cultivate that and and evolve and become that type of person. Um, go ahead. Oh yeah, well, so let's say if someone was listening to my show and they're, they get, they went through a breakup or things are just not working out for them, or they feel a little bit hopeless. I'm sure that they want to get out of that as fast as they can, right? Like, the, like they're thinking, you know what? I don't want to feel this way. I want to just finally experience success, more yeah. sex, you know, better relationships. I want to have more of that. And, and I could see why someone would want to take the faster route. Sure, so, of course. So I, I guess for that person, I, what would you say to him? I would say that you're actually not taking the faster route, that you're actually prolonging your experience because you'll either stuff it or you'll heal it. One or the two. There's no like, I'm going to compartmentalize and put it on a shelf. And then like five years later, I'm going to come back and process that and, and get some healing for this pain or whatever. Um, but right now I need to make shit happen. I'm like, okay, trust me from experience. Um, you're not one, there is no shelf. The only shelf is inside of you and you're just stuffing it inside of you. So you can do that. But here's the thing. When we stuff inside of us, it just grows. It's like cancer. It, it doesn't just stay in that form. It just grows. It evolves. And so you're, I, you're prolonging your pain and your pain's going to grow because more experience more experiences are going to come that are just going to add to that pain because you haven't healed that story. So that story just starts accumulating more color, more picture, more texture, and it just continues to grow and evolve. And so you can either stuff it or you can heal it. And there is no shortcut around that. The only shortcut is stuffing, and that's it. You're not putting it on a shelf. It's not going to go away. It's just going to grow like cancer. And so it's like, do you want to live with cancer for the rest of your life? Or do you want to go see a doctor and say, hey, doc, I have cancer. What can we do about this? Mm -hmm. Got it. So essentially, 
the fast way is not really the fast way. <laughs> oh, it's not the fast way. <laughs> it just will show up later. And and I mm-hmm. I say that I'm like saying that in a very like pragmatic, straightforward, in your face kind of way. But like, listen, at the end of it, I say it with a lot of conviction because I've walked it out. Mm-hmm. You know. I I did that. I, I got divorced like at 25. I got married at 18, which by the way, who does that? <laughs> Erica does that. I did that and got divorced at 25. And I just never, ever, like I wasn't evolved at that time. I was, or I was evolving. I mean, we're always evolving. But that's hurtful. It's like going through a death, like walking away from a person that you committed the rest of your life to and going, Hey, I think I'm going to break that covenant. I'm going to break that vow, which I did to walk out of that. Like that's painful, but I didn't ever deal with it. I just went right into dating and having fun, which, Hey, I had a blast doing all of it. But because I never like got any real healing, I just kept prolonging the process and it it didn't go away. It just kept showing up in every relationship. It's like, no matter how far I ran, I always ran back into myself. Mm -hmm. I ran back into like, man, this really hurts. And I just kept running and kept running. And, you know, finally it just, it evolved into a really difficult, painful relationship where I got really low. And, you know, had I been, had I just healed myself, maybe I didn't have to go through such a painful experience, but yeah, that stuff just doesn't go away. And, and I'm just telling you like from my own experience, like it's really hurtful. It hurts even worse. You think it's, we avoid it because we're afraid. Let's just like strip it down. We're, we're afraid it's going to hurt. We're afraid that we're not going to come out of it. So we don't want to touch it. And it's like leprosy inside of us that we just don't want to pretend like it's not there. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, it's like, it doesn't go away. So the more that you ignore it, the more it grows. And the more when you do confront it, finally, it's even more painful. And so it's like, go at it, nip it in the bud, heal it immediately so that you don't have to prolong it and it doesn't grow and fester inside of you. Okay, great. So now I have <laughs> another- stuff. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you guys, <laughs> revolutionary stuff right now. And, and the first question that I thought of was, well, how do I know when I'm healed? Because it feels like it could become a process, like a lifelong process of healing or, or maybe it'll be like a never-ending journey of healing in a sense. Right. Well, here's the thing. You don't stop. I think we think of healing like, you know, I'm going to go to India and I'm going to work with (laughs) and I'm not going to come out in the real world. And it's like, no, like you keep living life, but you, it's, you do both. You go, you get your healing, but you continue to do life. And, you know, I always tell people like, I remember being, you know, I was doing my dating coaching thing and I'd been single for like four years and, you know, when you're single, you're like, man, I am hella evolved. And I always <laughs> tell people, I'm like, you want to see how evolved you are? Get in a relationship. Because mm-hmm. relationships have a beautiful way of just squeezing everything inside of you. And you're like, whoa, I didn't realize all that stuff was there. And so I remember being single for four years and, you know, meeting my love back in 2015, thinking like, I'm pretty evolved until I got into my relationship. So it's like, you're right. It's an ongoing thing, but that doesn't mean you like, you know, just stop doing life. You stop, you know, dating, you stop uh, 
getting into relationships. I'm just saying, make sure that you're bringing healing to yourself along the way. Mm -hmm. That's a great distinction. Yeah. And I remember a long time ago, I, I was kind of in that route where I was thinking about, okay, well, maybe if I really get things right, so once I'm fully healed, then I'll start. So I wasn't doing the other part. I wasn't really living the life part. I was just doing the healing part and not, uh, and not doing anything. So essentially I felt like I was kind of missing that part where like, I th- I was so focused on just the healing part of, okay, well, once, once I am fully healed or once I am fully confident or once I have all the, the magical lines and tricks, then I'll be ready to, to do, get into a relationship or get into these dating situations. And when, when I did that, I was like, wow, I felt like I was wasting a lot of time because I wasn't doing anything also. Mm. So. I think that's the beauty of like, when I say self-intimacy, self-intimacy is like getting to know yourself, loving yourself, also getting to know yourself. And you, you just, when you go on those journeys of like, I want to get healing from myself, you just have to check in with yourself and be like, hey, do I want to date in the middle of this? Yes, I do. Okay, well, I'm going to date. Or mm. do I need this time off? Do I just need a break? And it's really check. The more that you get to know yourself, the more you love yourself and you create space for yourself and you cultivate a relationship with yourself, you can start checking in with yourself and saying, hey, what is it that I really need right now? But you got to start somewhere. But yeah, I, I believe that, that, you know, loving ourselves and getting healed and all those things like it's a it's a ongoing life process and life still goes on and we have to continue to participate with it Mm -hmm. yeah so keep playing the game of life absolutely my man absolutely (laughs) well uh well arca so i i was kind of curious so I, i know you have this uh you have this thing called the arca angelo intimacy experience can you tell us more about that yeah so what i do is Um, I work with people either through a group coaching experience and then I have my VIP clients and then I do VIP days with my clients. And essentially what it is, is when I'm working with someone, it's all about one, the connection that I'm able to make with them and hearing a person's story and getting to know them. And every single person is going to have a different path of healing. You know, I've been like, I've had other coaches get on me and they're like, you know, you should just have like a system in place to like take people through things. I'm like, yeah, that's what we all want to be treated like as a robot being put through some system. I don't think people work like that. I think all of us are different. We all have a different story and we have our different wounds and we have our different desires and dreams. And so it's really cultivating an intimate experience with my client, uh, with the people that I work with and connecting with them, connecting with their hearts, getting to know who they are. And bringing healing into that and, and, and helping them paint a picture of like, hey, now that we've like stripped everything away, like let's find out what does your heart really want? What are you really working towards? And then like let's, let's bring transformation to you so that that can come into your life, that there's open space for that to come in and that your heart is participating with you. And that's what I'm doing with this experience is like bringing healing into people's hearts is essentially what it is, 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 mm-hmm. is is getting to know them intimately and bringing healing into their heart so that they can be powerful. They can be empowered to start uh, bringing that love into their lives. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I remember when I, when I met you at that conference, you were doing exactly that. You were taking everyone individually and you were kind of like opening up their hearts. And, and, and I remember 
I was one of the guys that was, I don't know why, I felt so touched by what you said. I was just crying in the corner. Mm. And, then, and then you kind of drew me in like, hey, hey, you, the, the guy that's, that's having a tough time with whatever you're a tough time with, why don't you come uh, sit on my lap and, and I'll pet you on the head. And remember, I, remember, I don't even remember what you were kind of saying anymore, but I remember that feeling I got, oh, wow, like, I feel like, like, I don't, I don't know. I felt like a little boy in his mom's lap again, or mm-hmm. I felt like I, I feel, I felt so much love from you. Wow. That I, there's something total, completely opened up in, inside of me. And I was like, okay, well, I told my girlfriend that very day, like, Hey, you know, I want to just give you all this love and everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. And, and ever since then, yeah, I felt, I felt like I was, I was giving more love to mm-hmm. everyone. So, so I want, so I want to say thank you, Erica. Oh, oh, that was such a precious, sacred time. I remember that, and I just remember holding you. And I didn't know. I mean, I kind of felt some things intuitively, but like none of those things really mattered. What mattered was just you being held and being loved in that moment. And I just remember wanting to just pour my love on you. There was just something so precious about that that your heart just felt so open to be able to to cry. And I believe that's what we're, you know, as I said, beginning, like really that's what it boils down to is we all just want to be loved. And I believe that love is the only thing that brings transformation. That it's the only thing that brings healing. And it, and it's an experience. That's why I call it the Erica Angel intimacy experience. It's not a bunch of semantics. It's not a bunch of how to's and ABC's one, two, three, but it's like, I want to experience love. And and that's what I'm doing with my clients and the people I work with is, is creating an experience so that they know that they're loved. And if I can love my clients, if I can create that experience for them, they're like, wait a minute, I know what love is because this coach of mine, she loved me. And I know what it feels like. I have tangible experience of what this really is. And now I know, I know what to look for. It's like, it's, it's interesting if, if I tell you what love looks like, that's going to be a little bit difficult. The picture is going to be blurry. But if I show you, if I allow you to experience what love is like by wrapping my arms around you, by, by getting to know your story and, and speaking to your heart, that experience of love is going to paint such a more clear picture than if I told you what love is. It's like people will always forget what we say to them, but they will never forget how we make them feel. I, I really like that quote, by the way, because yeah. that is that is the quote. True. Yeah, it's, it's true. It's totally true. Yeah. I, you know, I, I remember, like, I have this, this woman who she's kind of like a second mom. And I mean, she took me out for coffee one day. And, man, when I was, like, 19, 20, I was, like, so insecure and so rejected. And I remember her just taking me out to, the co- to coffee. And she said some really powerful things to me. But the, the, what made it magical was how special she made me feel. It's like she picked me out of a crowd and said, hey, I want to take you out for coffee. And I just felt so special. And because I mm. felt that with her, I mean, she's still in my life today. And it's like, mm. that's what we're craving for. It's like, we're, I think, you know, our, our friend Zan Perion said, he goes, I feel like we've been in the information age and we've all been accumulating information And he said, but I believe that where we're going now is to an embodiment. And I think that's just it. Everyone's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard the how-tos. I've heard all this. But man, where's the experience? I want to experience this, you know? And I really believe that that's where we're going. And that is the heartbeat of my mission 
of what I'm doing is not just teaching people about love, but, but leading people into a love experience, a love encounter. Mm, I love that. Well, thank you so much, Arika. And if everyone wanted to get this experience, this love experience from you, how can they reach out to you? You know what? You can just email me. It's Erica at EricaAngelo.com. Erica's with an A. So it's like, it's been like Africa, but with no F. <laughs> yeah. And, and I also put it in the notes sections, in the comment sections below, so you can find that information as well. And well, Arika, well, thank you so much for your love message today and, and everything you've given us today. I felt really inspired during the call. I was like, wow, I didn't even know what I was going to get until mm. you kind of went. Uh, wait, until you went off, girl. Girl, you know how we do. <laughs> so uh, thank you guys so much for listening to the Wooist Podcast. And you guys have a wonderful day. Ta-ta for now.